Hello and welcome back to the Strong Dads podcast. Uh, we're back again and we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition today. We're going to cut the bullshit out, aren't we, Jonesy? Try to. We're going to try to. We're going to cut the bullshit and confusion and uh, dig into a little bit of nutrition. So, yeah, a little bit probably off topic this time of year, but we'll dig into it and uh, we'll get into it. But how's well, things for you, pal? Yeah, good, mate. Good. It's uh, Christmas is here or winter etc um yeah so not too bad mate not too bad <laughs> what would you like yesterday in the deep frost oh fresh mate shorts did you shorts. Top off? Oh, yeah do you are you wearing are you wearing trackies in the gym i did yesterday so i made a fundamental error and i was freezing all day i thought like would it be macho man i thought i was like david hasselhoff running to the car with the top off Defrosting the car, and um, come back in it. It, was, um, it literally just froze over again. So yeah, um, so I was freezing. I was I just went to the car quick, put some water over it, quick scrape, get back in, put kettle on. They frozen again. So yeah, I'm. Uh, are you on the shorts still? Oh, all year round, mate. Right, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I hate I hate wearing trousers. Yeah, I'm the same. Feels weird, doesn't it? You're like you're in the gym, it's quite warm, pants on. I know what you mean. Although I do look odd if I nip across the costume, you know, yeah. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might want to put a top on as well. Does help. Yeah, does help. <laughs> it happens one day, it's walking to costume. You know what? There's stranger things going on in the world than that. Probably no one will. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah. So what we'll dig into some nutrition today, mate. Our favourite topic in terms of health yes. and fitness. But um, yeah, what I was thinking about with nutrition is we're going to talk about, like we said at the start, I think in the world of nutrition, there's a lot of, let's be honest, there's a lot of bullshit out there when it comes down to it. And then there's a lot of like truth, but within the middle of all that, there's a whole lot of confusion. And obviously people reach for certain diets or <laughs> tactics so what we're going to do today is kind of unravel some kind of basic rules what you can follow without feeling like massively restricted or feel like you're writing food diaries or filling in my fitness pal or counting every gram of food you put into your mouth because it's a great tool yes but as we talk about the podcast quite a lot if you're short on time um Probably the last thing you want to do is start counting calories. But I think just before we come on the podcast, you made a fantastic point about calorie counting and the um, kind of the, the good and good, bad and ugly of counting calories. Oh no. Jones is gone on the uh, the actual voice then on the actual recording. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Where did I get up to then? I have no idea. You said I made a good analogy and then it all went dark. Oh, no. We'll do it again. So, yeah, maybe it recorded, maybe it didn't. We'll keep it going. The show must go on. <laughs> what I was saying <laughs> before we come on the podcast, we are talking about you made a very good point about kind of, like I said, the good, the bad and the ugly of counting calories. And you made a very good point, which I think we can probably start off with today. 
Go on then, remind me. I've literally got the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> how, many, how many games of rugby did you play? Oof, too many, too many. That's a great HRA. <laughs> now, he was on about counting calories <laughs> and what people usually do, especially guys, is they'll go on my fitness pal or go on oh, a yeah. pal and massively underestimate how many calories they need and then eat like 1,200 calories a day in a massive restrictive diet. Yeah, because it's an it, because it's an easy thing to control. It's it's numbers, so it it's not there's no emotion really attached to numbers. There's no it's quite the, the, they're very black and white. So it's an easy thing. So you think right? I'll just go. Everyone knows if you have too many calories, you put weight on. If you don't eat enough, you lose weight. But again, there's that fine balance of what your sort of end, end goal is, and then you marry that up with all these physiques you see on social media that have done 12 weeks shred in commas and uh you know look like some like greek god at the end of it all greased up and brown under the lights and you think right i can do that but what a lot of people don't understand is everything that comes with that in terms of a pretty miserable existence yeah, the sleep deprivation, the lack of energy, the grumpiness, the just general misery that, that comes with basically essentially starving yourself. Yeah. And this, you know, and look, at the end of the day, when you're doing that, those pictures you might take look great, fair enough, you know, but it's only a short-term end product. You're going to end up a week down the line. You're not going to look like that. A month down the line, you're not going to look like that. Six months down the line, you're not going to look like that. So it's finding that happy medium of where you want to be, what sort of, what you want to do with nutrition. Are you supporting your lifestyle? Are you looking at sports specific? Or are you just think? I'm just going to see what happens for 12 weeks, starving. Yeah, because you're going to get a result of fat loss, aren't you? Um, in that book. Like you yeah. said, hormones are all over the place, grumpy, tired. And I think, we've said this before on another podcast, haven't we? This is where the world of nutrition, we've lost, we've lost the health in health and fitness. And it's like health first. It's like, it's very easy. If you said, oh, we have 1,200 calories a day, and you're really good at tracking, you can have 1,200 calories of Mars bars and just crack on, or you can have 1,200 calories of food, what's going to yeah. energise your life. And I think that's where I 100% I understand and know the laws of you know, calorie deficit, you will lose weight. But I feel like as an industry at the moment, that's all we talk about now when we used to talk about you know, like paleo diet or whatever it was. Like now we just go, oh yeah, calories are everything. Yeah. And it's like, they're not though, are they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, the old analogy, all not all calories are created equal and all that stuff. But if you think about it, and I think I took some notes seriously, especially for men, whether you're eating 1,200 calories, 1,500 calories, 2,000 calories, whatever it is, 
we always start with the fundamentals of well, obviously water and hydration, but having a solid protein source at every single meal, especially in the UK, I think yeah. definitely, you know, if anyone listening, you look, think about your meals now, have you got a solid protein source at each one? And I reckon a lot of the people listening will probably say, actually, no, I might have missed it on that one. Um, but yeah. What's okay. The- and yeah. just as a caveat, mm-hmm. Just as a caveat, what is a, what is a good protein source? Oh, because it's always an interesting one when you when you talk with clients. They're like, yeah, 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 smashing the protein. And it's like, what are you having? Like, well, having a bit of toast with butter on. You're like, okay, yeah, but there's protein in that, isn't there? Yes, but. No, at the same time, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's a small amount in that, but you know, a good source of protein white meat, chicken, red meat, mince, fish, you know, loads of of like veggie options these days and everything like that. So, you know, all bases are covered in that sense, but it's having a specific portion of protein with each meal. Yeah, definitely. Now, I think in the world, I think there's a lot of protein advertising now, isn't it? Of like, buy this, buy this protein bar, buy this, and it's probably as bad as having your four grams of protein in your, uh, your toasty loaf in the morning. Sorry, we just broke up again then. We're back. But yeah, I think we start with protein. I think we might have said this on another podcast. Um, kind of proteins per pound of body weight. And I think if you go back, I think I actually checked before we come on. I think it was episode 19. We actually did a nutrition podcast with our old mate, Rimmer. And I think we said on that podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Our old friend. Um, I think I said we looked at it. Now, from my knowledge and from what I've read, even with bodybuilders, uh, 2.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight is the most scientifically proved way. Technically, don't need any more. You're not going to get any more gains from having that amount. So, you know, if you're a no. what's you know, if you're 100 kilograms, 220 pounds, you know, it's a hell of a lot of protein, isn't it? So, for a normal bloke, Christ, yeah, <laughs> you can imagine a bodybuilder hammering that much protein um but like you say it's starting with the solid protein sources um like you say there's not going to be much in a piece of toast like you say no no also as well obviously you have many benefits obviously with blokes it's building muscle recruiting muscle keeping muscle helping with injuries you know, things like that. But also, it helps with satiety. So, it helps you be fuller for longer. So, those sort of mid-morning or mid-afternoon sort of snack sessions when you go into the vending machine or getting the biscuits out, you don't really need them, or you, you know, because you, you feel satisfied with the... So, then it becomes a choice whether you have those biscuits or not, doesn't it? This is what kind of leads me on. So if we was looking at this, like some rules to live by with nutrition without necessarily counting calories, if you started with number one, 
a protein source at every meal. Now, if we are going to eliminate, yeah. we should eliminate the processed foods in uh, quotations again. And it's an easy thing to follow because no one over at broccoli protein, no one over at, you know what I mean? I don't think anyone put weight on eating. Oh, you know, I had the uh, 500 grams of rice or <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, two kilos of potatoes last night. I don't think anybody eats that much. It's always the, you know, the day we've got a lot of foods out there that <laughs> manufactured for us to for it to taste nice and we eat more of it you know have you ever tried looking down the yes. calendar aisle at the moment i mean it just the whole thing just attracts your attention doesn't it it's gold and purple and red and just from the packaging alone for the manufacturing of how it tastes it's made for you to consume more um so if you could yes. one yeah. simple rule would be to easily eliminate that type of stuff uh one of the things i've always said to clients is uh, rule number one is if it's in the house, you or a loved one will eat it. Like you, you do your big shop and you bought a multi-pack of, I don't know. Let's say you buy a, a, back, a pack of roses because it's Christmas. <laughs> yes. Classic. <laughs> They're going to get it before Christmas. <laughs> Let's be 100%. 100%. So I always say, just don't, on your big shop, do not buy any sweets or chocolate or crisps, all them things, what, you know, your usual buys. If on a Friday night, Saturday night, you go, you know what, I do fancy something. Don't beat yourself up. I'm going to go to the shop and get it. I'm creating that barrier for yourself. Of, I need to go put my shoes on. I'm even going to walk to the shop. It's freezing cold. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. And get the car going that barrier could be that little moment of going actually i don't want it i think you know and if you do go and you go and you fill your boots it happens but i think it's a good rule to live by yeah definitely definitely yeah especially on those on the shops you know online shopping <laughs> perfect for that yeah you, you, know, you don't shop. have to actually see the stuff very strange. Really um, yeah. So, yeah. I can't remember the last time I did a big shop in the supermarket. Obviously, been for bits, but in terms of the big shop, yeah, it's all online. Yeah. So you can store stuff. So it remembers, so it just becomes a lot easier. Yeah. And like I said, the, the, level, the levels of temptation aren't, aren't quite there when you go down the wrong aisle by hashtag accident and be like oh oh we're here we're in the, the christmas store brilliant christmas aisle really on purpose, all these yeah get a few of them in <laughs> yeah. take take the pig take the pig top off throw okay. some stuff in the basket <laughs> yeah so do you find you save money that way as well yeah yeah so so two ways Planning, planning your meals, like writing them out, yeah, and then shopping accordingly. That's a great idea. And also, as well, you know, just by those two, it's just because it, there's nothing worse than 
trying to figure out what you're going to have for tea. I mean, I'm sure you've had that conversation with your missus where it's like, what's for tea tonight? I've just had it before, before we come <laughs> Sent a text, what do you want for tea tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I saw a, a funny clip the other day. It was yesterday, actually. Um, this bloke's just sat there on a glass of wine and his partner shouts through like, um, what do you want for tea? And he's like, he shouts back, like, what are the choices? She just shouts back, yes, and fucking no. It's a great point. I was like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very valid point. So just, just taking that planning out, I mean, also as well, I mean, the amount of... Um, just like I've I've not done it yet, but a lot of I've got a lot of clients onto those uh, like gusto boxes. Yeah, handy little too. Yeah, you know, just yeah. plan them because again, that in terms of not counting calories, but understanding there or thereabouts where you are, and taking out that thought process of oh, what's for tea? Or I don't quite fancy out. Sod it. Let's just get a takeaway. Yeah. It's like right, you know, you've got this tonight. You know, you've got that tonight. Yeah, they're quite handy. They're easy to make. Very well portioned control as well, isn't it? Like Gusto, HelloFresh, all them ones. Because I, yeah. I speak to who has it, I always go, well, the portions are a bit small, aren't they? And I go, well, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. the portion controlled food. It gives you an idea of, again, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I just say, if you're going to add to it, just add more meat. Yeah. Whatever that meal yeah. is. Just... When I've had it in the past, I've always added like, a bit more chicken or something to it and just loads me up a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Are <laughs> oh, you in the boardroom for a family of four and there's only two of you? Like... <laughs> Honestly, sometimes, you know, when it says like you get these meals and it's like feeds to adults. Mm. And I'm like, who are these two adults that you think this meal's based on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely generic. Yeah, because it is very, it's like the uh, cereal, isn't it? When you do, is it a 30 gram bowl is like the standard amount for one serving? Yeah. You never pour 30 grams in a, a bowl, it's tiny. No. I don't think my, I don't know yeah. if she's two years old. And I reckon if I give her a bowl of cereal, which very rarely happens, she'll eat that bowl of cereal and she's two. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, mate, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I think if I, um, if I fed, fed 30 grams of cereal, it'd be like, yeah, and the rest. Be like, all of a twist. Like, more please. More please. <laughs> yeah. This is why bodybuilders and guys who are physique-ish post-workout eat cereal because you can eat loads of it. And it's just more than <laughs> you can get. They go like half a, you know what I mean? Because you can get all that carb. And if you're trying to get loads of carbs in post-workout, cereal, perfect way yeah. to go. If you're trying to. Well, I used to love it when I was, when I was training, like rugby training properly. Tuesday, Thursday, after training, boom, two bowls of cereal. Thanks very much. <laughs> what was your choice? Anything goes. Ah, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Do you, know what I, do you know what I really liked? Those um, those things you used to have as kids, you know, those Kellogg's variety packs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get a little bit of each yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, just put like two or three into a bowl. There's a 30-gram serving right there. Exactly. Because they used to always seem tiny, didn't they? 
<laughs> yeah, so that was like, yeah, about 200 grams instead. Yeah, that's true. I see that post real bitty, like oats and like Nelson chocolate into it with like coconut milk or something to make like a big dessert of carb. Yeah. But yeah. And sleep. Yeah, then sleep, yeah. Just as that was the point of it, but it shows you know, like I see cereal now as like a treat or like a dessert. Like for me, yeah. it's not even a, I don't even consider it a food. It's just not as something I would. No, it's like a it's like a Mars bar or something, now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I just think I'll just never eat that as a meal. It'll just be something I'm like, oh, I've got some in the house, and it's uh, I've worked late or summer and. Hmm. Yeah. Have you tried that, the, um, magic spoon stuff, the American stuff? No, I've seen that. Uh, Google it. So, Magic Spoon's an American company. It's like a protein based cereal. It's fair. They don't do the cotting thing of where you, know, you add milk and that adds protein. It's got about 12 grams of protein per 30 gram serving. It's like low carb and all this other stuff, wheat free. But yeah, it's uh, some tasty stuff. Dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like um, usual, like taste, taste like cardboard or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the other ones, the other companies have gone that direction. It tastes crap, doesn't it? This stuff, it's like they do like a chocolate hoops one. Mm. They do like a fruity flavored one. They do. I think they do like a cinnamon cinnamons waffle one. I've had that one. And it's like oh. serious. I tell you what, I do. Nice. I, I, what, I what I do treat myself to very, very occasionally. Lucky charms. <laughs> down the American Isle in uh, Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, down, just there, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I just fancy a couple of bowls of those. <laughs> then give them to Fred, yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be like bouncing off the walls. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, so, what would so, um, so is it? it yeah, go on. If we're looking at nutrition, what staples do you have in your yeah. diet? Or what staples would you give to clients? What you think, right, these are like must to have in your pantry, your fridge, freezer, whatever it is. What do you always have on hand? Honestly, mate, I, I am literally like Tesco's basics when it comes to mm. food. Like, I like cooking. Don't mind cooking at all. Um, but I'm just, yeah, just it's just a protein source, like we've said before. Some variety of carbs, whether that's a bagel, porridge, oats, rice, pasta, potatoes, whatever it may be. Loads of green veg. And then something a bit extra if you fancy it. That's literally yeah. it. Just any sort of variety of that. Yeah. Oh, eggs. Eggs as well. Yeah, I have loads of eggs in. Just quick and easy, aren't the eggs? Yeah, loads of loads of variety on it, but yeah, it's just it's just that and the good the protein powder. Yeah, that you don't need to drink within three seconds of finishing your workout because there's no anabolic window. <laughs> I had this conversation with a client this morning. Uh, he couldn't wait to get his protein shake down, and I was like, "Dude, chill! Like, you're not going to waste away." <laughs> And your body's no way near even thinking about digesting anything at the moment. Got to lie down for No, because it's like, uh, it's, it's well marketed, isn't it? But at the end of the day, protein powder is just a dietary supplement yeah. to 
get more protein in you. Yeah. That yeah, is I, it. I use it. But it's been, well, it's been well Oh, yeah. Super. Yeah, but it's just been well marketed to be like, if you don't net your shake before you get in your car after the gym, you will not, you'll, you'll lose all them gains that you've just accrued over the last six hour session. <laughs> yeah, and your BCAs, what you've been sipping throughout as well. so yeah so basically going going back to the food it's just single ingredient foods yes primarily like a broccoli is a piece of broccoli yeah you know it's not nothing different Mm. yeah it's not to say you eat just a bit of broccoli you can get chicken pasta broccoli and a tomato sauce etc etc you know, but it's like, is it what it says on tin? Like a piece of steak is a piece of steak. It's not been through 37 different processes to become this, whatever's packaged. Yeah. I did one last, probably January. Um, it wasn't necessarily a diet. I just said, right, every meal I'm going to eat is going to have five ingredients or less. So it might be yeah. like digestion and things like that. Probably weren't sleeping great with Elizabeth and things like that. And I was probably like, so it's like chicken, oil, pasta, like, sorry, rice or pasta. So there's three. And it might be like tomato sauce or something like a passata. And then it might be like, you know, paprika. Yeah. There's your five. Um, sometimes it was less. It might be like chicken, oil, uh, potato, broccoli, salt and pepper. Some, you know, something as simple as that, but you never overeat it. You enjoy the meal, feel good after it. You're full, not blown. Yeah, because um, yeah, I always find that like, there's a very distinct difference between being full and feeling bloated. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I also equate it to, if you have a McDonald's, you don't actually feel full, you just feel a bit bloated and like, oh, actually I could eat again, but I'm a bit, you know, mm. feel a bit stodgy. Yeah. Well, I always think like, have a McDonald's and you want to eat again an hour or two later. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what we said before, and it's literally engineered for us to eat more of it. Because McDonald's, 100%, it's like the uh, double Big Mac thing, what's just, is it just finished now? Like everyone... The, the levels of disappointment on that are <laughs> astronomical. Did you have one? I had, I, I, I had one. Yeah, suck it in. Round the roundabout. Big massive advertisement board double big mac you know when you just like yes that's yeah me. i'm gonna have one yeah that's done that's i'm getting one right now yep. on the way home pull in double big mac buzz in get home open it up and i'm like am i a giant <laughs> am i a massive human being because this does not look like that advertising board yeah, it's like huge, gigantic burgers with. <laughs> but here's the thing with it as well: the double Big Mac. When people, when it's now gone and everyone just orders a normal Big Mac, you know, going, oh yeah, you kind of go, well, I might get some chicken nuggets or some whatever else, and all of a sudden your order's not just a double Big Mac. <laughs> you know, everyone Sorry. goes to McDonald's. Let's be honest: if you go to McDonald's, there's no way you're just having a burger, chips, and a soft drink, are you? So no. it's burger, chips, sides, somewhere else, somewhere else. And all of a sudden, and McDonald's know that. They know exactly what they're doing. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> engineered for you to do it that way. Yeah. The odd McDonald's, Burger King, fish and chips, what, takeaway, whatever. Like, have had it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. you enjoy it. Like, who, who doesn't enjoy getting a takeaway occasionally? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's nice to do. I know that sounds, that might sound a bit weird coming from a PT. There's probably PTs who might listen to this currently screaming at the podcast saying, that's absolutely outrageous. But, you know, like every now and again, once a month, twice a month, think, oh, I want to get a pizza, I want to get a Chinese, Thai, whatever it may be, then yeah, I've had it. But again, there's so many choices out there. You can still make pretty decent choices around yeah. what you have on a takeaway anyway. I still do it. If we are, I mean, we order a takeaway, I would say, once a week. A funny story, actually. So, Elizabeth's two years old. <laughs> and my, it was my mum's birthday last week, so we ordered a curry. She loves curry. So, they come round in the evening. The door goes. Yeah. Elizabeth's like, door, door. Mmm, mmm. She knew it was a takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> so we live one of them up right, right like everyone comes through the back door of the house so the only reason someone knocks on the front door is it's a takeaway <laughs> it's like the confession I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing <laughs> but yeah we had but even when I do takeouts you do, I always think about protein sauce unless it's like mm. you feel you know we have a pizza which you have like next to nothing on it but even if I do like order an Indian or something I go right I still want a decent amount of protein I'm not just gonna you know go all out like I don't feel like I would enjoy a takeaway if it's not got a decent amount of protein in it or you know what I mean I still yeah. can't think in my head what I'm getting for yeah me, yeah definitely Indi- for me like Indian takeaway is probably like an easier choice for that because you know there's quite a lot of protein choices and etc but yeah what's your go to uh, what curry just in general, any takeout, like what would you do? Mate, I'm, I'm quite open with my takeouts, I'll be honest. Mm. I'll, uh, and sort of, yeah, like fish and chips, curry, Thai, Chinese, anything, anything like that. Pizza, love pizza. I love pizza. So, yeah, any one of those five, really. Chicken kebab. I don't really have a, a, an out-and-out preference. Yeah. But here's another one with um, kind of winding it down is the – I don't know if you think this, but I've noticed the kind of ritual of eating around a table is being lost. Yeah. Big time. Like, the no distractions and eating around the table. I mean, there's studies done on this. I'm sure it's like people eat 30% more. Won't quote me exactly on that, but I did read it the other day when distracted, whether watching TV or on the phones or whatever, then mm. just sitting there in a room eating. Um, especially with takeaway. Um, I mean, it's the biggest thing in the world that takeaway, sit around the TV, watch a bit of Netflix, but me personally, having takeaway, I make it, we're at the table because you get fuller quicker. It's a matter of fact, yeah. Mm. You're going to leave it. Here's, a, here's another one. Yeah. You know, like eating around a table. Like, do people have dining tables anymore? Yeah, we have one because I was adamant we're having one. one of the <laughs> but, uh, well, I always, 
remember, like, being a kid, you know, when you go around to, like, families' houses for meals, there was always a designated dining room. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you only went in there to eat. Otherwise, like, if you got caught in there when, you, when you're not eating, you got, like, you know, you're in trouble kind of thing. Yeah. But, but obviously, these days, like, modern houses, open plan and everything like that, like has that dining room disappeared and therefore we're not sat around as much and it's a very good point. Yeah. You know, look at older houses, you know, like the older Victorian style, even like the yeah. old houses, they had like front room, didn't they? Then a separate room. Like you say, yeah. I'm you know, I'm in a relatively new build and the kitchen here is like we're forcing a table in it, but <laughs> I know other people who live in here they don't have a table. It's like kitchen. TV on the wall. It's a bit more of like an open area where they cook and kids play or whatever, but it's not necessarily a dining room. Yeah, because yeah, we, we, we've got the same, like sort of an open plan kitchen diner, but we're lucky enough to have like an island in the middle yeah. that we can sit around for tea, yeah. dinner, whatever people call it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we don't... I get into that debate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we don't have... Um, don't have a dining table or anything like that. Mm. Just as I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think about mates' houses, families' houses. Yeah. It, does anyone yeah, have a dining table anymore? Yeah, it must be a dining thing. How often do you eat around the table a week? You every night? Um, pretty much most nights. Yeah. Obviously when we're all there. But... Like, I know, obviously, Kate and Fred will have tea every night together. Yep. And obviously, depending with work and rugby, if I'm there, we'll have tea. Yeah. Um, but it's one thing, like you, you were saying, like, we always try and, if we're all in, in the house together, we all sit around the table together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I try. We don't do it as much. Um but it's one of the things that'll definitely be installed. And it's one of the things like I feel like as dads as well, it's like the the conversation as well, eating around the table, isn't it? You know, it's like the old you see it in the old movies, like, oh, how does school, how does school go today? Uh, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I can I can imagine in a few years' time you sat around like the godfather. <laughs> yeah. Sat there. yeah like, <laughs> old school. Yeah, I like the table. Yeah. I've actually got a table made that made made from reclaimed wood from a Witherspoons. Nice, <laughs> nice. Does it have that? Does it have that real sort of strong Witherspoon smell of like shit beer, shit food, and sick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, make sure you treat that wood before it uh, comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sand it down properly, please. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if anyone's thinking, get a say, oh, yeah, definitely have a. I think it's a big one, but I think before we finish the nutrition podcast today, is we'll kind of go through and add some with our thoughts and breakdowns. So if you're looking at leading into Christmas now, even into the new year, and you want to, you feel like mm. tracking is not for you, or you feel like it's too restrictive, or you get confused with calories, because let's be honest, as clients and even as trainers, counting calories can just be a massive kind of minefield of, you know, you can use your MyFitnessPal yeah. to click something and then calories could can be completely different. So I think if we was going to start to give yourself some rules to work from, and this is anybody is starting with number mm-hmm. one, 
protein source at every meal. Like you said, Jonesy, that can be anything, yeah. eggs, yeah. whatever, whatever that is. Uh, number two, we can yeah. non-processed non foods or limit them as much as you can. Keep it to yeah. foods, things you can say. Chickens, broccoli. Yeah. Single ingredient food. Lentils, beans, whatever that is. Number three was create barriers for yourself. So yeah. either online shopping, don't necessarily have them treats in the house because if it's there, you will eat it no matter how uh, motivated you think you are. Um, <laughs> and then number four was have a designated eating area, like we said, sit at yeah. a table. Uh, even if it's even if it's if you're at the moment you don't do it at all you eat around the TV or whatever it is maybe use your takeaway night to go actually we're going to eat around the table because you will actually limit the amount of food you will eat by thirty percent and that could be enough of a calorie deficit alone for you to lose that one two three pounds throughout Christmas anything on them Jones do you want to add in we're not really spoken um, alcohol but we won't go there. That is that. That will be a separate podcast, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we didn't really touch on the alcohol thing today. Um, no, um, no, but, I, but I, don't don't sweat the small stuff. Like especially over Christmas, you're going to be you are going to be socialising a bit more. You will be eating a bit more in terms of oh, foods that you wouldn't normally have, shall we say. You know, there's always bits in the house, you know, one sort of from like Christmas Eve through to Boxing Day, you're on like a, apart from the big meal, you're pretty much on a constant graze. Yeah. And it's like, don't worry, like keep active, like don't worry about it. You've had a couple of days where you might have eaten a bit more, some stuff you don't normally have, a few more beers, a few more shandies, baby shams, the Bucks Fizz, whatever you're having, like enjoy it you know if you if you're lucky enough to be around family and friends and stuff yeah enjoy exactly. it but but don't just don't continue that on yeah the fall once you get back to routine yeah you know it's the thing we're going on a diet isn't it if you're in this if you're thinking about your nutrition from a health and longevity yeah. point of view does having a few beers really affect you you know does having a big Christmas no. dinner tin of roses over two days really affect you that much? You might put a pound of fat on. Bothered. <laughs> In terms of your health, yeah. muscle, movement, energy, you might feel a bit sluggish after it, but in terms of overall, you're still, if you're following these rules of quality nutrition, then the, the added mm. bit, like you say, don't sweat it. It's, not, it's only the small things. Too many no, because nutrition to weight loss all the time when it's not, is it? It's about nourishing your body. Yeah, and it's like it's getting out of the black and white mentality. You're either on or you're off. Mm. Just because you have had extra food, it doesn't mean then everything's out the window yeah. and you failed and all that. It's just you've had a nice Christmas, you've enjoyed yourself, like you've relaxed. And it's not a diet, it's not punishment. Eating should never be a punishment. Yeah. Or not eating should never be a punishment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
You know, it's there to support your lifestyle, to support you, your health, so you can be the role model, the you know, and everything you want to be, and the, the husband, the dad, partner, etc. That you want to be. All, all your food is supporting that and creating stronger bonds. I said, sat around the meal, the the dinner table, eating together, creating bonds that way. You know, so so utilize it for what it is and enjoy it. So if you do have a few extra beers, you do have a few extra tins of roses over Christmas, happy days, enjoy it. Yeah, here's a good one for you. Do you remember what you had for Christmas dinner last year? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember the year before? The what? Do you remember the Christmas dinner the year before that? Yeah, because it's the same. <laughs> do you remember how many tins of roses you had? Oh, Christ, no. Yeah. Do you remember the times though with Freddie and the Christmas and the conversations? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. sat around the table and fun. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. You know, Whether you like it or not, we've evolved as a group of human beings around food, haven't we? And to be hmm. antisocial we're like and that's how we've evolved as human beings, isn't it? Um food's a massive part of our lives. Enjoy it, but follow some fundamental rules like we're gonna say it. Don't eat like a child. Don't eat like a dickhead. <laughs> that is literally it. And, uh, we'll go you know, as a human being, as an adult human being, you know foods that will be beneficial to you, and foods that might not be so beneficial to you. Yeah. Then it's your choice as to what. Which side of the track you're consuming most of your food from? Yeah, definitely. And I think what we do as well is we attach a stigma to foods we don't like. Like, let's be honest, a piece of steak is going to taste better than a piece of broccoli, isn't it? Well, think about the amount of effort you put into cook a steak and the amount of effort you put into cook a piece of broccoli. It's <laughs> drastically different, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone's giving it full salt there on a on the steak yeah, yeah. and then just Throw some poor bit of broccoli in some boiling water for yeah, a few boiling, seconds. Yeah, yeah. So if you are one of the people that actually like your veg, just you know, maybe Google a few recipes for you'll uh yeah. thank you for it. But yeah, mate, I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. So uh what do you reckon yeah. we should call this podcast a non-bullshit approach to nutrition? Sounds good to me. <laughs> but yeah, like Catch as it. always, as always, if anyone's got any questions or anything we want from this nutrition podcast is you know reach out have a chat um we have had some i've had some messages and stuff feedback from the past few weeks yeah uh, which is good so yeah keep it coming and um yeah if you need any more help feel free to reach out to me or jonesy and we're happy to help but anything from you mate before we go no just uh it's always good to catch up and uh get the thoughts down in a in a podcast and Get it out to the uh, three or four people that listen. So, yeah. Hey, we had a big one the other week. 97. 97. 97. Podcast the other week. So, yeah. Boom. Once we break, well, we have broke the 100 mark before, but we'll, we'll get there. It's always nice, yeah. So, so yeah, like, share, yeah, subscribe. So, like. Exactly so. So, before you go, how is now <laughs> our uh, strong dad, resident strong dad, Rob? roughly doing for the uh, audience he's good mate he's good yeah he's full preparation for uh, for his challenge suffering with a bit of a cold like I think 99% of the world is 
So, and I don't, that was no COVID pun, by the way, for anyone listening or easily offended. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been definitely not. I just realised what I said there, and I was like, no, there is COVID, and there's also colds and flus, so everyone is suffering on some point. Um, hey, you have had COVID, and you didn't like it, so we're not... No, we're I did not like it. We're not being political on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's looking forward to it. He's getting a little bit nervous, but I think he's going to absolutely smash it out of the park. Yeah, he will. can tell. He's got the mindset, hasn't he? If he's listening, good luck. Yeah, hundred percent. He should be yeah. listening. If he's not, <laughs> I'll be having words this week. Yeah. You might pull out the burpees. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, thanks for listening. And again, if you need any more help, reach out, and we will definitely speak it next week. Yes, mate. Look forward to it.